But first up, Bruce Shapiro, uh, Exec Director of the Dart Centre for Journalism and Trauma at Columbia University. And Kevin, we need, I'm sorry, and Bruce, we need to talk about Kevin, the US uh, House of Representatives Speaker, Kevin McCarthy. You know, Philip, I've seen a lot. Listeners have heard me yammer about a lot for many years. But this is something I've never seen before, you've never seen before. And indeed, for the first time since the U.S. Constitution was passed in 1789, the House of Representatives has evicted its own speaker. Republican factions have blown up the Republican majority's ability to govern, and the House has uh, stands in recess with no one in charge. Uh, it's a remarkable turn of events. Uh, of course, Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House, um, won his speakership, listeners will remember, you know, nine months ago, after 15 ballots in the fractious Republican caucus, won it only after promising that the Freedom Caucus, that largely Trump-allied faction of the party, led by Matt Gates from Florida, that um, with a single vote, a single member of Congress could challenge the Speaker's authority and call for a new vote. And after nine months of twisting himself into a pretzel, um, first after denouncing the January 6th insurrection, then making it up with Donald Trump and uh, denouncing investigations into it, um, after promising the sun and the moon and the stars to the Trump faction, after promising the sun and the moon and the stars to Democrats and to Joe Biden and reneging on deals to everybody because it was just impossible, um, after finally last week... um, after working with Democrats to pass a budget, to an interim budget, a 45-day, let's let the government keep spending its money budget until the middle of November, averting a government shutdown, um, Matt Gates and the Freedom Caucus, eight, eight members of it were able to oust Kevin McCarthy uh, from his speakership. It's a remarkable moment. Now, we should uh, note that the role of speaker is a a bit different in your country. In fact, it's uh, one of the most important jobs in American government, is it not? It is, and in both in in day-to-day ways and in long-term ways. The speaker is the third, is, is the first in line after the vice president uh, for the presidency in the line of constitutional succession. Um, the speaker is the person who guides all legislation through the House. He, he not only – the speaker not only represents the majority party, it's usually the majority who elects it, but the speaker appoints the chairs of committees, leads negotiation with the opposition party on all major legislation. Um, it's really the speaker who is the organizing force in the House of Representatives. Um, we have now – an interim speaker with very limited powers, a guy named Patrick McHenry, a Republican from North Carolina. But next week, 
not until next week will the Republicans in the House gather to try to name a successor. Bruce, are there are there clear front runners? Well, there there are several people who are considered strong candidates. Patrick McHenry, the current speaker pro tem, the interim administrative speaker, is one. Um, Steve Scalise. Uh, another Republican who is aligned with McCarthy in in his politics, but who is seen as a little friendlier to the Freedom Caucus is another. But, you know, you have to question whether any of these guys are going to want to take the job under the rules that give such – rules that McCarthy himself agreed to, right, that give such enormous power to the handful of most oppositional voices within the Republican caucus. This is, it it needs to be said, open warfare within the Republican Party. Uh, Democrats sat on the sidelines in this. They, at another time, Democrats might have tried to save the Speaker's bacon. Um, they, They could have weighed in in support of him or voted present or done other maneuvers that would have allowed a Speaker to stay in office from an opposition party. But McCarthy, in order to to accommodate the Freedom Caucus, had burned so many bridges and had gone back on so many deals with Democrats um, that the, the Democratic Caucus remained remarkably united um, and just sat on their hands and voted against McCarthy, when push came to shove, they had no reason to support him. So um, we are at a moment where it's, it, you know, it's entirely possible that it is going to take weeks or months to sort out Republican leadership. It is not clear what the path forward is. Probably they'll come up with somebody. So, but it's also so the serious question. The, the serious question is whether the House and the Republican Party are governable at all. Well, that's the question that Republican voters, of course, uh, in or all voters, are going to have to answer next n- next November. But in the meantime, we have a crucial deadline coming up. There's actually a very short window to come up with something functional. Um, you know, when you and I spoke last week, we were on the verge of a, yet another government shutdown because the House couldn't agree on spending. McCarthy did agree to it this. 45-day extension, which means that we are now barely a month away from the government running out of money again. And this time, there is literally nobody at home to negotiate. The House is in recess, can't even begin discussing appropriations. There is no leadership to drive negotiations forward. It is um, spectacularly possible that the Republicans in Congress will lead us into a budget crisis just before Christmas. Okay, Bruce, we'll continue next week and uh, we'll also have time for the Trump fraud case. That was uh, Bruce Shapiro. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.